and welcome to the Little Minds Big Ideas podcast with the Early Years Network, the podcast where we are talking all things early years from inside and outside our wonderful industry. Today I am joined with George Joyce, who is the franchise owner for Little Kickers in Warwickshire. And we are going to talk all about the impacts that sports clubs are having on young children, how the people running these clubs seem a massive difference in children. Uh, when they're taking part in sports each week. So, first of all, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Not a problem, thanks for having me. Um, to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what the journey was to lead you to your current job in Little Kickers? Yeah, so basically I've done a lot of coaching, different coaching roles, different coaching jobs, sports jobs from when I was sort of 17, still at uni, uh, college, that kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of wanted to get into sport, enjoyed playing sports as a kid, mainly football, but then other sports as well. And um, so I was about 18, looking for like a part-time job at the weekends, and it was actually Little Kickers that had a job in Milton Keynes where I grew up. Um, they had a sort of assistant job, and turned to leading, job, leading sessions after a few months. And then, yeah, sort of gone off. I've done other jobs in between Little Kickers, uh, worked at North London Town, worked at Freestyle, a couple of other coaching companies as well. Um, so, yeah, and they kind of just growing it from there, enjoyed coaching and then got to more of the business side of things and sort of run the Little Kickers uh, franchise in Warwickshire now. Amazing. So sport has always been sort of a big part of your your life growing up as well. Yes, it's something I always enjoyed, let's say enjoyed playing football and just playing sports in general. And then like I say when this different jobs have come up over the over the years, I've been doing a lot of teaching in the nurseries and primary schools. BE, old school clubs, lunchtime clubs, that kind of thing, all of their clubs over the years. Um, so yeah, I've always just enjoyed it. So I thought when the opportunity came on to do it as a job, I thought, perfect, yeah. and to enjoy it. So yeah, I don't really see it as a, as a job here. In a that's the way thing, well. isn't it? If you enjoy it, then it doesn't feel like doesn't feel like too much hard work sometimes, does it? Exactly, that's it. Um, so to give everyone a little bit more insight into, the, into your role with working with children, because sometimes I think sports clubs, it doesn't feel like... You really are with the children, but really have such an impact. What what are the type of things that you're currently doing now, or so when you are with all the children? Yeah, so we do a range of different things. Uh, our so we're little kickers. Our main thing is we kind of run four different age groups tailored to the uh, tailored to their sort of their, the specific age groups. We sort of run a yeah. age group eighteen months to two and a half year olds, two and a half three and a half year olds, three and five, and then five to eight. And then what we do um, is we kind of go out and hire venues that could be a college, sports hall, it could be a community centre, village hall, whatever it might be. Um, and then we put on the sessions, uh, we advertise them, parents sign up on like a monthly uh, rolling basis, mm-hmm. a bit like a gym membership. They come once a week, they can come two or three times a week if we get a few children to do as well. Um, and then like I said, we run a 45 minute session. Um, yeah, just run a 45 minute session, just making sure they're enjoying it. And the, the main thing for us, they're not, we're not trying to make the next best footballer, <laughs> but we're trying to give them that sort of positive introduction into not just football, but sport in general. Um, and do the very sort of basic stuff, the fundamentals sort of balancing, that coordination, colours, that kind of thing, the early years. Um, just kind of getting them enjoying that. And then on top of that, we do nursery sessions as well. So we'll go in and teach two or three groups at a nursery sometimes. Um, and again, it's just giving that basic introduction. As you know, there, there's lots of different things going on at nurseries and lots, lots of other people that can come yeah. in. Uh, we can't just give them a, that sort of, it is a football session, but then it is that, there's other stuff included in that. When start up, say one of our leagues is more than just football, where we go and yeah, sort of give them a variety, a wide range of a variety of equipment that we can use, and yeah, to kind of get them in, enjoying enjoying the session rather than sort of thinking of very rigid trial sessions, like kind of a little bit less structured. Um, yeah, it's mainly getting them enjoying sport. Amazing. Do you think that you have to put a lot of diff- like a lot of effort must go into planning for the different age groups? Because if you're doing a 
sort of two and a half year old and then you've got a session with eight year olds that's a very different kind of yeah no, session that you're going to be planning exactly that, that's it so we kind of with the with the early ones it's kind of a lot of ball each kind of stuff mm -hmm. just kind of kissing that we can do the very basic stuff and they're progressing on from there basically so you could look yeah. at oh that's why it's just split those four sessions up and um, we're looking yes. to just get um with the old ones you can start playing matches little 1v1s 2v2s that kind of thing uh, but with the younger ones, it is very much they're saying, we'll see what they can do. So a lot of month, 18 months, they just started walking. <laughs> could be that month, could have been two, three, six months ago. Yeah. It's just kind of getting them to do the very basic stuff, jumping over codes, matching the colours, all those little things. Um, but like I said, we plan all the sessions with our coaches. I have little themes in there as well. So it's not just, oh, we're just jumping over this. Using their imagination as well nice. that comes into that. So it could be a dinosaur theme one week. It could be an aeroplane theme the other the next week. And then they all work towards different uh, badge certificates every 12 weeks. So the younger ones work on kicking, uh, imagination. And then the older ones work on match play, right. being a referee, um, being a captain. All those different things they're going to be doing. If they do go into grassroots sport, we're not just that. Just getting ready for school sport yeah. uh, and school PE uh, when they get to that age as well. It's amazing. Do you think that... You are finding more children are getting into sports at the moment. I think so. So what we saw was sort of big increase post-COVID, so when everyone went into a lockdown, obviously everything stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and we saw a big, wasn't just us in our area, with little kickers, but we were all over the UK speaking to different franchisees. You saw that big increase, a big spike of everyone was sort of locked in their houses, which fits their garden or their local parks, and we couldn't do any sessions. It was all like a lot of online stuff. Um, where we saw this big spike coming in sort of 21, 22. Uh, right. And then a lot of people want to get more out there, get more sports and get just generally just get out there and do something with their children because they've had that sort of... Stuck in the house for a year with yeah, them or someone else can do something. No, exactly. It. So it's just kind of getting them out. And then they have missed out. Some of them have missed out for 18 months, that yeah. crucial period in their life where they should have been out doing different clubs, not just saying clubs, but different among and top socialising as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I think that's it, that sort of socialising side of it. Um, yeah, we've seen a big increase since sort of post-COVID and even since then it's been a sort of gradual spike um, that more and more children have signed up. Um, so yeah, we see with same think, spike. Do you think some of the parents use it as like a social club as well? Yeah, we find it like a lot of our venues, uh, especially sort of our weekday venues, we sort of hire community centres that are attached to some of them have got cafes in them, some of them have got like a, like a mini... One of our venues has got sort of a little mini Tesco's and a couple Amazing. of shops, pub, that kind of thing, the cafe attached to so it. We find what a lot of them do. They'll come to the session, they'll make friends at the session or they'll know someone at the session already and then they'll go and have a coffee or slice of cake, lunch, whatever it might be, after the session as well, that sort of social thing yeah. for parents. And for a lot of the parents find without parents where they've moved from a different area, for example, don't know anyone, come to one of our sessions, started chatting to someone just saying, oh, what's your little one's name, that kind of thing. And they make friends from there. It's not just them making friends, it's the little ones okay. uh, making friends and giving that sort of social interaction, uh, which helps it's them So as good, well. isn't it? I think it like, becomes like a family event going yeah. to sports clubs sometimes, doesn't that, it? That's it. It's kind of that once once a week thing where they can come yeah. in, think, oh, I know we're going to go see little Freddie or little Jim yeah. or whatever it might be. Um, and it's kind of, yes, yeah, trying to make them feel special. Uh, not just what they do at the sessions, but they, I think they need that social thing and a little let, let yeah. off steam, whether it's in the cafe or the park afterwards <laughs> as well. It's just that kind of, that routine kind of thing where every Definitely. Thursday we're doing this and it's just kind of nice. Follows nice through. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. And then in terms of a rise in children joining, have you found that like, we've just had a conversation about women's sports because you obviously coached the women's team over at Northampton Town. Do you think there's been a rise in girls joining clubs since all of the Euros and everything that's been going on and the yeah. positive that's come from it? Yeah, I think massively. I think one of the most surprising things when we first started 
know, in Warwickshire in 2020, uh, 2021, we used to get quite a few emails, phone calls from parents saying, oh, do you do girls, foot girls as well? Well, actually, yeah, it's all a joint session, this age group from 18 months to eight year olds are all, all one big session. Some of the sessions is sort of 50 50 split sometimes sometimes if it's more of a we look at all of our sort of 600 children that we have attended it's more probably about 60 40 split 70 30 split um in the session so they could be we'll try to get more girls come to play football um and then that's the thing is kind of getting them involved as well because especially with the girls we've got a lot of female coaches as well that come in it's nice for the girls to come to a session see a female coach yeah um, and they give them that positive role model say so it's not just for the boys that do this it's girls Definitely. as well yeah. yeah i think it's i think female sports in general has kind of taken a massive leap. So I guess you're seeing firsthand young children maybe looking up to these people for the first time and be like, oh, maybe I can play football as well. It's not just for, like you say, it's not just for the boys. No, exactly that. I think you've got that, all these role models, there's more getting more of that exposure out there as well, especially you look at yeah. the women's Euros from last year um, and then the World Cup coming up this year as well. It's just kind of actually the girls are looking at it. There's a lot more social media. There's a lot more exposure to it where you think five, ten years ago there wasn't as much no. on social media. And it's just they saw what they saw, whether it was on the telly um, or whatever it might have been I think they just kind of look there's a lot more exposure out there. I can do this the facilities have got better as well yeah so that's things like us where a lot more community centres are getting purposely built for sports which is great um, the football pitches are getting better <laughs> um, it's just kind of that it's just that knock-on effect really where it's just oh, yeah. all the it just works out for everyone they want to get more girls playing not just football but like I say sport in general definitely maybe even Perez as well is not so stereotypical as maybe it was 25 years ago when boys will go and play sports and girls will go and dance like maybe there's starting to be that switch because it's all all over the media and everything yeah no exactly that it's just that you flip on that in your head as well we sort of go run sessions at schools at the weekend where there might be a, a dance school or a drama school whatever it might be it's not just the girls that's going there you've seen the boys yeah. going to do the to do drama do dance where we'll get the girls going to play football as well and it's not just saying right you're a girl you're going there you're a boy you're yeah. going there it's that kind of look give them a choice and things with our session as well, that we sort of come and say, look, come and try it. If you don't like it, it's not for you. Fair That's enough. Fine, yeah. Um, but then if you do like it, and you can stay for as long as you like, basically. I think it's, it's just giving them... The individual child's interest, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Your parents will just yes, follow along. No, exactly that. So for you and sort of the children that you've seen over the years or whatever, what kind of benefits do you see children have from joining a sports club? So I think it's like I'm saying, it's that enjoyment of it is the first yeah. thing we want to get out of it. And so if they, if they enjoy the session, they're going to come back and they want to do it again and again where they've not enjoyed it. And sometimes it could <laughs> be that that's their first experience of whether it's football, whether it's whether it's sport it might be, or just a sports session in general, they're not going to come back. So it's just for us, it's yeah. as long as they're enjoying it and doing what they want to do. Um, obviously, that's a massive impact for them as well. Um, and then... Yes, um, I guess we spoke about the social side as well. That's yeah. a massive benefit about making friends and things as well. Oh, that's exactly yeah, it's that social side of it. Like I said before, where COVID, this everyone's been locked up for eighteen yeah. months. Um, it's kind of getting them back out there, and even this little, make a little friend, give them a little high five. Um, yeah. Sometimes with the younger ones, we see them, they go up and give them each other little cuddles and things like that, which is really <laughs> nice to see. I do need that social side of it as well, and it's just that learning curve from as well, because at a time where they've had a football in the garden or playing with mummy, playing with daddy, wherever it might be, and then they come to our sessions, that's about they learn lots of different things from, it could be from taking turns, yeah. and that's really important as well. Learn to share all these different things that definitely that they've not been doing because they've not been going to school, nursery, preschool, they're starting to learn now, and, and hopefully it'll just 
bode well for the future. Yeah, I think it's obviously being in settings and things, you try and teach all these. Yeah, we, we try to teach so many different skills all at once, but sometimes when it's a different face because it's something specific, they kind of sometimes listen a little bit better or... I don't know, but it's learning, like you say, those turn-taking skills, the balancing skills, all those different things in a new way. I guess that is quite things you see as well that are quite impactful. Yeah, I think sometimes what it is, it's not just whether it's the people that work in the nurseries, the preschools, the schools. It is sometimes we go in for an hour and we try to make it a nice big event for that one yeah. hour. Um, and it is that new face, oh, little kickers coming in today. And we try to make it as special as they can for them. Um, and it is, it could be you guys are exactly the same thing, saying exactly the same thing, but we go and say it. And we, get, we see it in the sessions all the time where mum and dad are asking to do something. They're like, no, I'm not doing it. One of the coaches goes and do it. Oh, yeah, I'll do it first time. And like, how do you do that? And it's just sometimes it is that different face, that different that different voice sometimes. Yeah, it's maybe um, like a respect thing as well. Like you, you are the coach when you're there, so you are the person they have to listen to because you've set those ground rules in maybe. Yeah, so that's it. It's just kind of, we try like to say, make the session as fun as possible. But at the same time, it is that, it's just get the positive saying it in a different yeah. way sometimes, a different voice. And what we found in the in the past, a lot of the sort of early year settings are female, a lot of them are females yeah. in there. Then sort of most of our coaching team are male, still got say say we have got three or four female coach coaches that work work for us, but then sometimes it is that oh actually we've got Coach George, Coach Noah, Carlo might be coming into the our session today and it is all they're a bit sometimes males are generally taller yeah <laughs> can be we're speaking earlier about uh, it's just like I say it's just something different sometimes and yeah it's all it is <laughs> it's that different way of respect so in, when you have children sort of with you and you do you think you think it's a 12 weeks they sort of achieve like a certificate whatever yeah. their age group might be do you see children overcome hurdles yeah in your sessions do you feel like you've witnessed that a lot yeah so what we especially the other ones what we can't see is sometimes when they go into a brand new setting a brand new it could be a brand new venue uh, a brand new set of children brand new set of coaches and they sort of freeze and say oh i don't want to do this it could yeah. be they could be especially oh they could be crying i want to go home and sometimes it is even we can get them to do five minutes out of that 45 minute session yeah. the next week get them to do 10 minutes and build it up from there and the same thing it's not just be as small as that it could be Certain children don't like doing certain things. That's just yeah. the way they are. It could be we do like some penalty goal scoring in the sessions, um, and there's some kids just don't want to do it. Um, but then Let's they'll sit out five minutes, and we try. That's what we try. Our sort of two or three coaches each of our sessions. So one of the coaches still doing with the main group, and it's up to that other coach, the second coach or the third coach. Going, oh, come on, come free. Can you come and do this? Come and try that, or do something different with them. And all of a sudden, yeah. it's that sort of building that, breaking down those barriers of. Why they don't want to do it? Is it something scary? Is it something we found that after we played games where one of the coaches has been uh, a sleeping dinosaur and he wakes up and you got freeze? <laughs> and some kids just get absolutely petrified oh, yeah. with this, uh, this sleeping dinosaur, even though it's only one of the coaches that they've been seeing every day for the last yeah. <laughs> year or so. But then all of a sudden, because it's that bit of imagination that we start to use him. And it's actually, actually no, it's just Coach Carly's not scary at all, is he? And right. actually, he's, he's not a scary dinosaur. It's that kind of thing as well, breaking those barriers down. Um, and then, yeah, it's just little things sometimes. We try and sort of celebrate the little wins in a, in a, nice. in a way as well. So if it's a very small thing, which we look at it as a tiny thing, why can't you do it, actually? <laughs> it is quite a big thing. You think, where, how, compare our journey to something where they've come from, where they've mm -hmm. been through. And we don't know. You'll see, like, saying lockdown a lot. Um, and then come down to a brand new session. It's just kind of celebrating those little wins. Yeah. Little, if you're a little job. Yeah, big celebration, actually. Yeah. That makes them feel good. Definitely. They want to come and do it. Do again. Exactly yeah. that. That's it. I think it's important to have those two or three coaches so that you can try and get everyone 
involved in the sessions. Absolutely, yeah. So, like, so with the coaches, we'll always have a minimum of two coaches at the session. So even if something goes wrong, it could be as little thing as someone's falling over. And then instead of yeah. one coach just going sorting that out, the ref see might have another 10 kids are standing still doing nothing. One coach is dealing with that. Uh, where the other coaches, oh, and it could be just, oh, you're okay, jump up, off we go again. Or yeah. other things is some of the different games take a bit more setting up than others. So while one game's finished, that other coach is setting up the next game. She haven't got that sort of, again, kids stand around doing nothing. It's good. We can have literally 10, 20 seconds in between each game. Um, it's yeah. going to make it much more fun for the for, fun for the kids. Um, and then, yeah, make it more and more enjoyable. We've got more ball. So I'm rolling. So you think in a 45-minute session, if you sort of yeah. stop for two or three minutes, it was between each game, all of a sudden you lose a third of the session. So just try and keep the session rolling as much as we can, then they get more out of it. Um, and they're doing more things and they're developing yeah. at a much keep, higher pace. Trying to keep two and three-year-olds occupied <laughs> for longer than that is. Yeah. You've got to have everything ready to keep them. No, that's it. Going. That's it. And you think that distraction, it, it could be a mm. simple distraction. It could be someone walking into the hall that's coming late and oh, all of a sudden, what's going on out there? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. the it could be as little as that. So we can keep them engaged for as long as possible. Yeah. Uh, and that works for everyone, really. Do you think your coaches kind of understand that? They were pretty on top of what... Yeah, so the so reason is a range of different coaches that come in. So we try and do sort of on the job training as well as online training. So we'll go around to the sessions. And I think the more the coaches coach, the better they're going to get. Uh, yeah. So I'm talking about my job now is sort of going around the different venues. And it's like we say, it's like a 1% thing. So if I can go and improve the session by 1%, yeah. fantastic. So I'll get it 100 times. It should be 100 times better. <laughs> that kind of thing. Because some of it's just little things like that. It is literally recognizing what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and then you get the coach to do it as well. Sometimes it is just, I take a step back, or actually, we look at, you look at it from a different way. That's when we have sort of two or three coaches in and it could be getting the assistant coach to do one part of the session, get the other coach, just take a step back, just watch and say, look at this. Yeah. And actually they realize, oh, actually that, that should be a much quicker, quicker sort of process or should mm -hmm. be doing this, should be doing that. It's just kind of, we can make the coaches better than the, Kids are going to get better. They're going to develop. Definitely. It's kind of a, a big spiral effect, basically. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think that's such an important part of it. And I think sometimes when, even when parents take the children to these things or you guys come into nurseries, maybe there doesn't, you don't think about all the processes that go in behind the scenes of a sports club. Yeah, no, that's it. So a lot of it think, oh, it's a, an extra, an extra thing. It's a fun thing for them to do. But actually, yeah. it's that we want them to see that this is what they can achieve. This is how we, they can develop. And obviously, they can still do that and all the different things that different at their school, preschool, nursery, whatever it might be. But then it's just look, we're actually we're not just football. It's not just a football club. They're going to play a match yeah. for forty-five minutes. We're working on colour matching. We're working on their balance, their agility their coordination, all these different things that are going to help them for later in life or when they get to school sport and school PE. And for us, it's not, like I said before, we're not trying to make the next best footballer. Um, you might do. <laughs> we could do. We've added that. Uh, I was talking about going back from that. Well, our first child that's played for Little Kickers went and played for Man City the other day, and which was great uh, for Little Kickers in Manchester. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of getting them enjoying the sport. And then it's like, so with our process, it's not like oh, you sign up for a 12 week, 18 week, things like a month rolling basically. You want to count, yeah. count so we're going to go do something else. Because well, you probably know more than anyone's children will go through these little phases. The one time they're like playing with cars, driving holes, wherever it might be, it changes very, very quickly. So we say, look, it's not for you, it's not for you. And then they might want to go play rugby, football, dance, yeah. drama, whatever it might be. We say, let, let them decide what they want to do, what they enjoy. Yeah, I guess that's a big thing for parents as well. Is It's that commitment, isn't it? If I sign my child up for 12 months, they've got to enjoy it yeah. for 12 months. But do you have much 
involvement with like parent partnership? How much do you kind of get involved with that? Uh, not a total amount. So we get parts of with our stuff, we do a lot of free taster sessions to say, look, come to our, to speak to the parents. If you want to come to a taste session, we think, off you go. And then they like it, they like it. They don't, they don't. Um, but there were a lot of our clubs going to schools and nurseries. We don't actually see the parents because we've literally, will, right. the parents will get dropped off. Um, but then the or other sessions where the parents stay for the session, so you can't get to cheat, uh, speak to the parents. Mm. Um, and then sometimes it's, with the little ones especially, you kind of you kind of talking to the parents more than you're talking to the child. So you know, look, we're working on this this week, and then it could be for our little ones, for example, it's been working on a kicking badge. We look yeah. at different kinds of kicking, uh, top of the foot, inside, outside, that kind of thing, and you kind of oh, the parent thing realise, oh, actually, I'm doing quite a quite a bit. Yeah. And then I say every twelve weeks they work on a different different badge and different certificate of badge, which they can add onto their shirt. Um, and then it's just on that certificate. It has three or four different things we've been working on. And sometimes it's nice to say nice to the coach, for the coaches to tell the parents, look, this is what we're working on. This is why we're doing yes. this. It's rather than say, oh, we're doing this. We're trying to grow from this side to that side of the room. Thinking, oh, we can all do that. But actually, we're looking at this is what we're looking for. This is how what we can we achieve. And it's kind of nice just to give them them, like I say, little, little wins. Um, yeah. No, I think for parents, like I say, it's, it's not realising what... You, the impact you guys are really having on a child's sort of development as well. Yeah, no, that's it. It's just kind of trying to make them realise that this is what we're trying to trying to achieve. And yeah. it's just little, and it is little things sometimes. It's just li very little wins. So you said like um, a jump, like a big jump for a child is, might not seem like a big deal, but for them yeah. who's been really struggling to build up to that with you guys, it's yeah. a big deal. No, that's exactly that. And then it's just, Little things with the yellow and young ones, like we do a lot of colour matching, um, mm -hmm. and it's not just saying go match the red cones to the to the red red pile. It's saying look, we'll use their imagination. It could be the red cones to straw, red yellow ones to lemons. It could be <laughs> fire engines over there, the blue yeah. cones to police cars. It's that kind of thing. You're just getting them to use their imagination a little bit, thinking, and they're doing it. A lot of the stuff we do is a lot of repetition, but then it's not just say, oh, we're doing the same games over and over again. It's changing those games making them a little bit different each week to keep the children engaged and then just yeah, making them sure they get better and better yeah. um, with their skills as well. Do you ever come up against any sort of challenging parents who want more, what, not want more for their child, but kind of expect them to be doing? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, I think when, with whatever we do, there's always, you're not going to keep everyone happy all the time. Um, yeah. And for us, we, we, like, so we try and run a session, uh, 45 minutes is always going to be different challenges sometimes it could be it can go both, both ways it could be one child is struggling a little bit and say look mm -hmm. the other ones they're four not as quite as advanced as what the other ones are and the other side of that is you know got the the other ones that are a little bit better um and it's trying to yeah. use that that's again use those two coaches so if that one that's struggling we go to look just try this try that uh, a lot of ball each kind of stuff with the younger ones as well doing that and then with the older ones go try and challenge them a little bit yeah um, and just trying to use that different use the different coaches to try and uh, make that happen and help the help the child children yeah. out um, both ways as well. But yeah, like I say we've always got to have like, difficult parents <laughs> here and there. It's just kind of like I say, each use each different um, situation and try and solve it and solve the yeah. problems. Like I say, sometimes it's like, but plate spinning, spin these plates, <laughs> spin those plates to go back to these ones and just make sure everything's sort of rolling smoothly as possible. Do you ever have to have the conversation with a parent if you sometimes maybe think a sports club isn't the right decision for a child? Like maybe they're old enough, but they're not quite developmentally there. Like, do you have to have those difficult conversations? Yeah. So we've had, had them in the past where we've had 
Um, we've had a couple of children uh, with Down syndrome, for example. They've come mm -hmm. into our clubs, but they've, with our age groups, uh, we've had one that was sort of three and a half years old in our session, three and a half to five year olds. Uh, but physically, they weren't quite there yet. We said, yeah. look, it's not just that we don't want not to come. But then no. we said, look, why don't you come to the next age group down? Um, but two and a half, three and a half year olds. And then all of a sudden, that's where they were, they were physically in their de yeah. development, de development even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you just kind of look, and sometimes it's just little things like that. It's not necessarily um, what we've got with, with, we found some children come at 18 months and you see them at four years old. You can see they've been coming since they're 18 months where you get another one that's of four course. years old. There's no acute football in their life. And you can <laughs> see that difference in there. And sometimes it is to say to look, what, just come and try the youngest session even for, yeah six weeks, six months, and then you come back up to this one. And the same works the other way as well, where you kind of say, look, you're there, uh, you're doing too well, or not too well, but you do yeah. it really well. Uh, try the next age group, sort of six months. More early. challenge, maybe. And then the other side we've had, we've had the sort of the, the pushy parents, if you like, they want them to play football. They, they want to come to a session, but they just don't want to do it. They want to be there. Like, you don't want to do something, you're, no. you're not going to do it. Um, and it's kind of said, look, we always try to say, give it a go for a minimum of four weeks. You've paid for four weeks, come yeah. for four weeks. But then if they really don't want to do it, that's why we kind of have like a, say, look, you don't sign up to it any amount of time. And if you want to cancel, you can cancel any time. Just let us know. Yeah. And just kind of say, look, it's not for you. And sometimes they just need a break. Um, they say, look, yeah. have a break for, especially this time of year, a lot of people going on holiday. Mm -hmm. And they're sometimes they're coming for one week, missing two weeks, coming back for one week, yeah. missing another four weeks, wherever it might be. And it's just like, you know, actually just have a, bit of a break for a summer, yeah. come back in September, for example, October time, and then start again. Start again. Yeah. It's um, it's hard, isn't it? Because sometimes children want to do these things because their parents really want them to, yeah. especially when they get to maybe six, seven, eight. It's kind of like, it's a bit like if they've been coming since they were three, yeah. they've been doing it for years and it's kind of, they don't know how to say... I guess you would see firsthand that their interest maybe drops off. Yeah, uh, that's it. We get it all the time, I think, where you get... Yeah. They're interested in football, or mum or dad's interested in football, they want to do football, but you can just say they don't want to be there and they'll start sitting out. There might be tears at the other sideline. Um, and it's just a case of if you're going to force them over and over again to do it, they're going to end up hating it. Yeah. Um, and we don't want that. We don't want to say, but sometimes all we need is a break. It's the same as anything. And the adult, for example, yeah. they might, it might be going to the gym, for example, might really enjoy going to the gym, but you'll force yourself to go to the gym every day, twice a day, whether it might, you'll hate it in the end or that kind of thing. It's just exactly the same. It's kind yeah. of, look, let them have a break. Sometimes they want you to break from everything, um, come back to it at a later date. And some, let's say, some come back in six weeks. It could be with our children. But once a day actually came to us when they're 18 months, wasn't really for them. They thought they were a little bit young. Now they're three and a half and they've come back for their first session this week. Loving and then all of a sudden they're loving it again. So it's just kind That's of... Good. Is this kind of yeah. you also don't want the parents to waste money? The child is just going to sit there 45 minutes, yeah. and you're you're not gaining from it, they're not gaining from it, and they've lost out money. So it's yeah. that balancing act, isn't yeah, it? It's exactly that. And sometimes you just need to have that chat with parents say, Look, is your money at the end of the day? And they want to, if you want to pay it, pay it. But they will say, Look, it's more for the child's development. We'd like to say, rather than have a break for have that whatever amount of yeah. time it be, and then come back and try again. Or, like I say, go try something different. something different, another sport or another yeah. club or whatever it might be, just to have something different. No, definitely. And as sort of in those sort of clubs, you you and your coaches are sort of that male role model figure or female role model figure that the child would, would spend time with and respect. Do you feel that you have quite an impact on some children? I think so. Um, the thing we would like to think is, like I said, we try and make it, we'll go to a nursery or a school, try and make it, we might be in there once a week, we could be there every day, but we try and make that as 
big an event as possible. And we say to the coach, look, make sure we learn all their names. And that's going to be yeah. that little thing, say, go and high five to little Johnny, or it might be. That could be the best part of their day. And it's yeah. that kind of thing where it's just want to have that good, positive impact. And we don't know. We've had worked in different, all these different kinds of schools, different kinds of areas where you don't know what they've gone through. Yeah. They could have had a really worse start of the mornings. There could be stuff going on at home, which we don't know about. So we just want to make it as the most funnest thing they can and they'd get them enjoying it. Um, and yeah, we'd like to have that, we'd like to say that have a big impact on the, on the children and hoping that, that could be the best part of the day. And then they go home smiling, they want to come back next week and they could, they could be, they look forward to it every week. Um, yeah. That's what we want. No, definitely. I think it's, it's like you say, it, we even sort of in settings and things, we don't really know always what's, happened in the morning if they're a yeah. tantrum and things have gone a bit wrong for them or even sometimes worse but is you they've got that they know that you guys are coming in that day it's yeah. something positive to look forward to yeah no that's it and i think we've had it in the past where you can always tell when a child's not quite right or sometimes they don't want to tell anyone it could be they tell the teacher they don't want to tell the teacher or they haven't had that opportunity to tell anyone we go in there you can see they're a little bit down we know we like to think we know the children although they're not usually like that and sometimes like, it's just bring them to the side oh what's going on such such has happened and it could be a little thing that maybe that happened at lunchtime or in the yeah. classroom or whatever they actually and you just kind of try and break it up and they look if that's the worst thing that happens today is at the end of the world and sometimes yeah. like, that's all it is it's just a little chat on the sideline uh, that's all they need really and think actually come and enjoy the session that we're here we've got an hour there's no point wasting it sitting out. You might as yeah. well come and enjoy, enjoy it, it. Um, and then start again tomorrow. No, definitely. So think, things like that, going off the back of those, do you have any like personal standout moments from yourself where a child, either during like once a week, whatever it is, that you've seen what you guys have done make a difference? Yeah, so we've had, like, let's say go back to one of the schools used to teach a couple of weeks ago, uh, where a little child just... Again, we've sort of taught him for the last sort of two years, and then he's always been quite a bubbly character. And then he's just kind of walking out down to the sort of ball pitch, <laughs> bit of a bit of a soul point, if you like, and his head down. To, what's, he, what's going on here? He's not really never like this. And I asked him what his role are. It doesn't matter. And then, well, do you know, we're trying to do the warm up. He was joined, then he was sitting out. It's just kind of right. Mm-hmm. Went over, had a little chat with him. Sometimes it I just went and sat next, sat, sat next to him. The other ones are joining in with the other coach. Um, and it's just having a chat with him. All it was is it. He'd lost something through his pencil case that Aww. morning. And you think, look, we'll find it. It's going to turn up. Last time you had it, it's that kind of thing. Trying to work yeah. out why it was wrong. I said, look, is it gonna, does it really matter that much at this moment in time? And he's like, actually, no, it doesn't. And sometimes that is. It's, some things happen in a child's life. And they, yeah. at that moment in time, it's their life's over. It's the yeah, worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah, it's isn't it? That's it, where you sort of break it down to them and say, look, actually, oh, actually, I can get a new pencil over it might have been if you're... <laughs> Or we can find it or turn up, it's yeah. that kind of thing, it's sort of breaking it down for them. Where they sometimes they just, like everyone, they just need to talk, yeah. And they're not, might have had that release with the teacher, but they're at school, they've got 30 children to deal with, mm. they can't go around every single child. Sometimes we go in there at lunchtime or a morning or afternoon, and they're not, they've not had the opportunity to speak to anyone. And sometimes that's all it is. Sometimes we can sort of break it down for them as well, yeah. and to be there for them and just be a, get another sort of a, an ear to listen to sometimes. I think that's all they need, really, sometimes, but yeah, yeah. I think it's like treating them. As individuals, isn't it? And I guess if you make those relationships with them and, like you say, you make the efforts to know all their names and the, their characters and things, yeah. you know when something's not, not quite, quite right with them. Yeah, no, that's it. And sometimes you get it the other side where they don't, don't want to tell you, uh, they yeah. don't want to talk to you, but, you think, you know, but then it could be taking them back to their classroom, just going and chatting to one of their teachers, teacher assistant, and look, such and such, being a bit off yeah. today. 
and they're, they're, they're like, oh, I'll just keep an eye on him, and it could be, yeah. it could go the next day or the next week. Oh, it was this is what. Thanks for telling me we didn't realise because sometimes yeah, everyone's different, everyone's busy. And it's that kind of working with the teachers, working with the parents as well to kind of sort of build that relationship and Definitely. have that positive. Impact. It's having, like you say, it's it's making sports clubs and everything about what you guys do and sort of what you've done in the past a positive because when they're coming to you for their sessions you want it to be the positive hour yeah of that, the day. that's exactly it that's it well especially when we're going to because some places we go and deal with some nurseries once a month um as well yeah. it's just kind of want to make it that big event that big look this is here we're doing this it's all this fun stuff not to say they don't do fun stuff at school or nursery yeah. or school anyway but it's kind of look we're coming in here let's go and have really fun really about yeah. amount of fun for a good hour Whilst they're still developing and learning different things and pieces, bits and pieces, it's just kind of look. We want to have that positive impact, and like I say, it's quite hard. We go place once a month. You might have thirty kids trying to learn their names, but then yeah. <laughs> we always, what we try and do is try and learn one or two names a week. Um, and if we can learn one or two names a week, by then in three months, six months, we'd go know everyone's everyone's name. Yeah, um, and then yeah, just have that definitely positive impact. So, out of sort of all of the roles you've had in terms of coaching. Do you see yourself continuing to develop in coaching roles? Is that kind of where you see yourself? Yeah, so I kind of, my job at the minute, I just sort of mix, do a little bit of coaching still, um, a little bit of sort of admin, business development, and then yeah. like coach development as well. Um, so I kind of still enjoy doing the coaching side of things as well. I enjoy developing the coaches as well. Yeah. So it's kind of, for, my, for me, it's kind of a bit of both, basically. So it's take like the newer coaches in, come to work with me. Um, and I can show, look, this is what we want from a session. This is what it should look like. So we kind of bring a brand new coach in, give them a bag of footballs and bag of cones, say off you go. They could do a completely different session to what we want. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of getting them to work with the more experienced coaches to be in with and then develop them off their uh, develop them. And uh, what we've always found is every coach is different. Every coach has got a slightly different style. You've got some that are doing this big flamboyant and they're all, they're loud and they're loads of energy, which is great. But then you've got others that are, that are fantastic in other ways where they're a lot more organised for example the more yeah. session a little bit more structured but then everyone's different and I think that every child's different as well different yeah. children will react to that that's the whole idea of having sort of two or three coaches at each session where they can some some children will love that all with this big energy this big like sort of like a clown kind of figure so make yeah. them laugh making them be a little bit silly sometimes is what they need but others think oh they don't really enjoy that I enjoy just doing knocking some cones over with the football or wherever it might be. And I think, yeah, so for me, it's kind of doing a bit of both. It yeah. makes sense and just kind of keep to keep going and keep enjoying it, really. Yeah, I guess it's developing the coaches as well. The children get more out of it. So if you know you've got a good group of coaches that you trust that are going to do exactly what you, sort of the ethos that you do, then you've got confidence knowing that the children and the parents are getting everything they should from your yeah, club. that's exactly that. I think from... My role sort of three years ago, it was literally me and one of the coach doing these sessions and we've kind of grown to sort of 16, 17 coaches now. Yeah. And obviously it's quite, it's a lot harder now trying to get around every mm-hmm. single coach, but then we'll try and do, make sure we do lots of different things, like a lot of training events, um, lots of little get together. So we try and get together sort of two or three times a year, whether it be uh, at Christmas, in the summer. Yeah. And it's sometimes they need, that's, that's much better than just going to the session. So when you go to a session, you've got all the children there, you've got all the parents there, it's quite hard to talk to the coaches, but like yeah. today, we met two of the coaches for a coffee for an hour and sometimes you get to talk and there's little things that are this they're being either bothering them or saying, Oh, what about this? Uh, I've had this issue about this problem. 
it's quite it's a lot easier to talk to them like that. Um, and then sometimes, they, yeah, with the coach, we've taken them to like the England game, but for example, a couple, oh, of, years, a couple <laughs> of weeks ago, and you've got that sort of hour on the train there, you're chatting about all different things, you get to know, yeah. and again, it's when we talk about knowing the, knowing the, the children, it's knowing the coaches, what, yeah, definitely. what makes them happy, why they do this job. And again, some of them, it's a part-time job, while they're at school, uni, college, um, others want to work in sport full-time, where others, we, we've got a full-time job Monday to Friday, and they want to come in and earn a bit of extra money, or yeah. it could be they want to eventually get into coaching, but they've got other commitments to want to coach, want to have their job Monday, Friday, and they sort of build their coaching hours up. And it gets to know what makes them tick. And yeah. I'd say like, exactly the same with them. We want them from those to know with the kids. We want to know that about them. And it's kind of... Definitely. Again, it's just good, kinda, good leadership style to have, because they say the children will learn differently and do different yeah. things to your coaches are going to be... Hopefully the same. Exactly the same, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my last question that I'm asking everybody is, as we're all about childhood and building different memories and things, what is one of your favourite childhood memories? I think for me, it used to be going down the park and playing football and playing yeah. cricket. We were friends and we used to have a park around the house where I lived, grew up in mum and dad's house. I would always go out pretty much every day after school, play football or cricket over there. And then it's kind of one of those parks where overlook, all the house overlooks. You see someone over there going playing, but it could be football or cricket. There's a swing and stuff there. Um, and then, yeah, that's probably one of my best time. I remember just playing, just playing just sport. Just playing sport. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of led you to where... Where we are now. Where yeah. you are now. I think everyone I speak to, it, when you ask about childhood memories, it kind of links back to what they're doing now. And I think that is kind of a big comparison. Yeah, no, that's it. So like I say, I've always enjoyed playing sports, different, yeah. different sports as well. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like I say- full circle. Gone full circle. <laughs> and like I said, I don't really see it as a job now. It's kind yeah. of, I enjoy it so much. It's kind of, it's I'd look forward to going to work every day. Like I say, every day's different as well, which is- Yeah, the, which is the main thing as well though, isn't it? You want to yeah. enjoy doing what you're doing and making a difference to so many different children a week, which you guys- Definitely yeah. do. No, that's it. That's exactly that. So it's kind of it's nice not doing thinking oh, I've got to do the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah. We're going off and seeing every every group a different group. Their yeah. children. They're like, so we see the same children, for example, once a week. And some of the children we're going to do different clubs with. So it might be a football club one week, but it might be a multi sports club the, ne the next week. And it's kind of you're still doing children, but not every group's the same. And every week's it could be rainy one week, sunny one week. <laughs> and it's just kind of that different sort of Children's mood. Yeah, children's mood. It's just kind of every session is completely different, which yeah. is which is what we like. No, it's amazing. I think it's definitely nice to have a chat about a different side of early years that I don't always get to see or be involved in. So thank you so much for joining me. I really, really appreciate oh, boy, your time. Me. And um, uh, yeah, little kickers in... Warwickshire, if anybody wants to go down and meet George, I'm sure he'd be sure he's got space for some Absolutely, more children. Absolutely, that's it. Stop the message. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope that you've kind of seen the impact of sports clubs have on young children every single week and like George and his coaches and the different different roles that they play in, in children's lives as well. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next one. Bye.